This is Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. Your host, Carl Valeri, has over a decade of experience counseling pilots and helping them reach their aviation career goals. Aviation Careers Podcast will help you navigate towards your aviation career goal. Here's your host, Carl Valeri. Welcome to Aviation Careers Podcast, Episode 4. The majority of pilots at major airlines have four-year degrees. So to be competitive, you should get a degree. But should you get a degree in aviation or in another field that you're interested in? Well, this episode is going to take a little different format. Normally, I will give you a little bit of advice, but instead of having a guest and giving you that advice, I'll share with you my guest appearance on the Airplane Geeks podcast. We discussed many topics during the podcast, including information concerning job prospects and your degree choices. I think you'll find the conversation interesting and insightful. But before we get started with this interview that I have with the Airplane Geeks podcast, I get a few questions from readers, and this is one that I really want to share with you. I'm always perplexed as to why people turn down flying jobs that would advance their careers. Well, I have an interesting story. When uh, I was helping pilots get jobs at another airline, I was able to secure a few jobs uh, through work, and these jobs were flying a turboprop. Well, a lot of these pilots had been flying a jet, and they said, no, I don't want to go back to flying a prop again. I'm beyond that. Well, these are folks that were out of work and unemployed, and they felt that the job prospects were going to turn around, so they turned down those jobs. Well, you know what happened is, They felt they were going to get recalled to the airline they were working for, and they didn't. And when that happened, they came back to me and said, listen, you know those jobs that you had? Do you think we could get those back? And I said, well, I talked to the folks, and they they said, no, we don't think so. They've already turned us down once. So the moral of the story is, if you're looking at a job, and it'll further your career, and you don't have a job right now, the best thing to do is to look at it seriously and say to yourself, should I take that job? And, you know, you might want to because it's better to be flying and continuing to progress and get more experience so that when the hiring does start or you do get recalled, at least you'll have some flying under your belt and it'll make you more marketable to some other jobs. So let's uh, transition to my conversation with the Airplane Geeks podcast. You can find uh, notes and also links to their podcast, airplanegeeks.com. Our guest this episode is Carl Valeri. He's a flight instructor. He's an airline captain. And now he's host of the new Aviation Careers podcast. Carl, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm here in uh, what was sunny Florida. Um, from the uh, eastern side of uh, Tropical Storm Debbie, about to be in the eye wall. Well, Carl, you're, you're creating an awful lot of online content these days. I mean, you, you already have the Stuck Mike Abcast and the ExpertAviator.com site. Why now the Aviation Careers Podcast? Well, actually, the, the Aviation Careers Podcast, I, I couldn't fit it into anything else I was doing. It didn't have a home. In other words... I had a specific audience, and you know, Expert Aviator really was my trying to give something back to the aviation community by putting out uh, something once a week, like a uh, some type of a lesson. I talked about careers, but I I've had so many years as a volunteer um, helping people when they're on furlough 
during uh, a layoff, basically, with the airlines. And I see the same thing happening over and over and over again. I've been through three cycles now in the aviation industry, been through a bunch of furloughs, and I represent furloughed pilots. And, you know, I was a little, it's out of frustration, actually. It was out of, uh, you know, something I felt compelled to do. And everything else that I do, the podcast, like with Sun and Fun Radio, with uh, Stuck Mike Avcast as a guest on other podcasts, they aren't things that I do myself as far as production. The only thing I produce is Expert Aviator. Then I decide, you know what, let me give it a shot. Let me try it myself because I couldn't get anybody else interested. And I really love interviewing people that are in this aviation career world. And I said, you know what, let me go ahead, give it a shot. And I'm very committed to it. I've I've already put uh, quite a bit of money and time into it. And I think it's going to be something that I'll be able to do for for quite some time. Very cool. Yeah, and the results are good so far. Yes, thanks. So my second episode, but uh, the uh, I'm, I'm going on to episode uh, three, and the next episode is going to be about uh, flight instructing part-time and how to become a successful flight instructor part-time. And I've had, uh, you know, I've been a flight instructor for so many years, and I've been able to make actually uh, some decent money flight instructing. So I wanted to share that with people, too. How can you actually make money as a flight instructor and even make money as a pilot? Um, well, I'm tr- still trying to figure that one out, but the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I but I love it. You know, this is not this is a career that you have to go into because you're passionate about it, because you really enjoy it. Because you know, my last career, I made a lot more money. As a matter of fact, in, in my one business, I actually made more money in one day than I made in a whole year. My first time with the regional airline, first year with wow. the regional airlines. Imagine yeah. that. Um, that's how low the, the the pay is. So you really have to do this because you enjoy it. It's great. It's challenging. It's it's definitely it's very fulfilling, uh, but it also is something that I think people just don't hear about and don't know about. So hopefully, if I can get out there and tell more people about what it's like to be uh, a pilot, but I wanted to do that not just through my own voice. I wanted it through other people's voices, and that's where I decided that I'm going to give a little bit of advice at, at the beginning of the show, but I really want to interview people that are currently in this job, in this career, or people that are involved in recruiting in this career of aviation. 90% is going to be flying jobs. Another 10% will be things like flight attendants and uh, air traffic controllers like Rob. <laughs> and, uh, you know, pe- people like Rob to say, hey, listen, this is a great job. I loved it. Or I, I didn't, and that's why I got out of it. That type of thing. And give people the why. Say, hey, this is this might work for me, but you have to go out there. Whenever you're trying something, you're doing anything in life, you have to define your goal and then go towards your goal and just keep in mind what that goal is and keep going towards it. Because you know what? It really is a varied path, and it's truly a serendipitous journey on your way to whatever it is you do. I mean, you may decide after 10 years of flying, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's another thing I've been doing lately is counseling people how to change jobs. Maybe they want to be an attorney. Mm. Maybe they want to be uh, sell real estate. So it's it's really it, it's it's something you can do full time. It's something you can do part time. But as we say in the airline business, you know, it's the best part time job in the world because once you get to that point, you get a lot of days off. Actually, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, well, that's good. We're going to talk uh, about that a lot more um, coming up. Uh, again, we're with uh, Carl Valeri from the Aviation Careers Podcast. Uh, see, Carl, as as far as I can tell, you really like to help people learn to fly and. <laughs> advance their aviation careers. I mean, the, the passion comes out in, in your voice. Why is that? Why do, you, why do you like doing that so much? Well, I, I think the real reason is that when I, ever since I was young, I, I've always believed you can do anything you, you want to do. You know, my, my dad and his family came to this country 
um, from Europe during World War II, and they realized that you can do anything you want here. And if you find something you're passionate about and you really enjoy, you need to, to actually go for it and and actually try to achieve that goal, whatever it is in that career, whether it's being a broadcaster or being a, a dentist or or a pilot. I, well, I chose to be a pilot, and I really like being a pilot. Uh, and I said to myself, you know, I want other people to know about this, and I really want to share that. But I, uh, like I said, I want to share it through my voice, but other voices out there. And I love teaching. So I said to myself, well, how how, how can I do this? I can take the way I teach, because I teach all the time, do presentations, and then I can add that into a careers and, and also try to motivate people to look at this as a career. I said, well, let me just come up with a podcast, because I was looking for a podcast to send people to. And I said, oh, you know what? It's not out there, and I think I'm just going to make go. your own. So that's it. I, and I really, honestly, I, it, I did it very, very reluctantly. Um, as, and some of the producers at some of the TV stations I do some consulting work with said to me, boy, that'd be great. I mean, there's nothing else out there. We did some research, and, and I think it'd be a wonderful thing to do. Um, it, it is. It goes along with my belief in giving back in a certain way to any type of community that you're in, whether it's your profession or whether it's a recreational community. It's something that you do, like tennis, et cetera. It's, if you get to that a certain level in your career and you want to share that with other people, you need to go out there and do that. And, um, you know, as you, you know, some of you have read in, you know, Alpa magazine, my articles about volunteerism, uh, You'll you'll see that it's very important to me it, to to give back to the community, and this is one of the ways I'm doing that uh, is by putting out this podcast. and And what I'm finding in doing this is that the people that I interview and the people I talk to are so in, incredibly enthusiastic about this, about their careers in aviation, and they want to share so much. They ask me, "Can I come on again?" Can I talk more about, uh, I'm about to upgrade on the 777. Can I come on and talk to you, to the folks about what it's like to, to upgrade on the 777 or what it's like to actually be uh, a, a flight instructor in a simulator? And as a matter of fact, that was my last episode where uh, I had somebody on who talked about being an instructor in the simulator. And that and that's one of the things that, that really got me going. And I think, too, uh, something that pushed me over the edge to finally do this podcast was I was at Sun and Fun and volunteering for Sun and Fun Radio, and they asked me to interview the WASPs, the Women Air Service Pilots. Oh, yeah. Nice. And they, uh, when I started interviewing them, I knew <laughs> I didn't know a lot about them. And as I'm interviewing, I, I heard this, all the people that I talked to had this incredible passion about their career, about their job, about flying. And I said, gosh, this is amazing. Why? How can I actually relate this to people? I could do this through interviewing, just like I'm doing now. And those people, what they went through, they they actually, these women had to actually go out and pay for their licenses to go fly for the military. The military n- normally pays for those things. They they had so many hardships that I realized, you know what? I, uh, I can't complain. And, and what am I doing just sitting here thinking about this? about putting this podcast together. I, I'm going to have to go ahead and do it. So I had, it, I said to myself, I really have to commit myself to it, and, I, and, uh, and I'm going forward with it. So the biggest thing is trying to find people to interview and, uh, and finding people to talk about their passion. But as you get out there, you find out, yeah, there, there's quite a few folks out there. And, you know, it's interesting. I'm learning so much 
by doing this. And I'm hoping the people that listen to it, and that's actually been the biggest benefit. They said to me, gosh, you know, I never knew that. I never knew that you could go out and, and become a simulator instructor full time. And, and the pay was pretty good. You know, I was, <laughs> it, it, it didn't pay very, you know, those type of things or their lifestyle isn't in quite what they want it to be. And uh, so they, so that was my push to go forward with this. And I really, I, I ran it across the other folks that, uh, you know, I'm with the Stuck Mike Avcast. And, you know, it, it really was going to be just a series uh, about aviation careers. But then I looked at all the different people that I have. I put down a list and I have about 56 different interviews that I could do. And I said, wow, this is going to go a span of a couple of years if this is, I already have 56 on a list. Sure. Now, the, the topics, the, the kinds of aviation careers that uh, you're going to cover, it's not just limited to being a pilot, correct? No. It's going to be, I'd say it's 90% pilot. Uh, it's also uh, mechanics. A lot of people don't realize there's a, there's a lot that goes into flying. For instance, you look at some of the airlines, say they have 6,000 pilots or so, you'll see maybe 60,000 total employees. And I've worked some of those jobs. I was, I was a reservation agent with an airline uh, while I was on furlough. And, you know, that, that's a career path you can look at. It gives you the benefits of, of being able to fly with the airline. And in some airlines, you can work from home. Those are things I never knew before. So I said, well, maybe this is something that can keep them in aviation and say they want to fly, but they can't because of some physical uh, challenge that they have that won't allow them to go forward into the career of aviation full-time, but they can do other things. You know, I, I actually uh, had the privilege of teaching deaf pilots how to fly, and those people cannot go work for the airlines because they can't hear. Yeah, sure. But they can do other things with the airlines, and there's so many things that in computers, there's so many different career paths that can go, but the common theme is that we're all passionate about aviation. Uh, I think when I first met David, I said to myself, well, here's somebody, and, and all you guys, really, here's people that aren't currently doing much flying, except, you know, I think Robert's doing some instructing, instruction now, but, but they're passionate about it. We all come together, and we're passionate about this aviation. Even if I'm not flying the plane, we're all here and love being around airplanes, and, and that's why right. I love to get out and talk to the people on the ground, even at work. I'll, I'll talk to the ground crews and ask them, hey, you know, why do you like your jobs? Oh, I can work three days a week, and, and I still get to hang out and look at the airplanes. You'd be amazed at how many of those people know so much about the airlines and about the airplanes that are out there on the ramp. Yeah, and this is a great point. I mean, there are there's a whole ecosystem of careers out there. Uh, you know that support the aviation industry. I mean, that, that's a broad term, the aviation industry, mm -hmm. and it's right. It's not just pilots and 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 crew, but ground support and you know airport folks and route planners and dispatchers. And, I mean, there's just if you add it up, all the careers made a list. Uh, um, I, I don't know how long it would be, but it would it, probably be a giant list. Like I said, I have 56 already of different people that I want to interview. And it's just phenomenal. You know, a good, a good example, my girlfriend, she was in the Navy, and she was in maintenance control. If you don't know, maintenance control are those folks that, that schedule maintenance and, and facilities and products, for, or not products, but uh, parts to be in different places. And uh, I was like, wow, there's, there's something that I never knew. And, and actually, you know, she knew all about certain airplanes. I knew nothing about C-130s. Like, she knows a lot more about that than I do. And, uh, of course, you know, being based in Antarctica, you know, that's how they used to get down there. And I was like, wow, you know, here's another avenue. I didn't realize there's, there's people that are down there repairing planes 
in the middle of winter and uh, air traffic controllers especially that's a that's a great job air traffic control i tell you what what's interesting is that you see a lot of pilots say you know what that's it i'm done i'm, I'm gonna go out and become an air traffic controller because i can make a whole bunch more money doing that so there's another avenue they can go and i you know as an aside my i had a student we uh you know one of my scary events in aviation i lost an engine on takeoff and uh, he actually decided to go out and become an air traffic controller after that. I think that was terrific. But aviation and then, of course, there are those air traffic controllers that say, boy, what a dumb job. I want to go fly. Imagine <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they can afford to fly. They can buy their own airplane. Yeah, well, that's true. But, you know, <laughs> I wonder if I can add something. Or Actually, I want, I want to go off on a little bit of a tangent, okay. uh, Carl, on something you said, because the, the, I had a chance just this last week to to have lunch with a, a neighbor of mine who has a, a son that's uh, going to be a junior in high school this year. And and, uh, and Max, if you're not you, Max, this other fellow's name is Max. Max, if you're listening, uh, go for it, baby. Uh, and, you know, he was really excited about trying to figure out how to become uh, a professional pilot. And, and during the course of the lunch, one thing he said was that, you know, I've heard a lot of people, too, though, that say, ah, you know, I, I wouldn't do this again. And, uh, you know, so he said, what do you think? And I, I go back to one thing I've always told people, which is that when, when you go to college, uh, get a degree in something that is something you're also interested in besides professional piloting. I know the people from UND and Embry-Riddle and Purdue are probably going to kill me for this. But, but I'm just saying that I think it's always good to know how to do something else uh, and, and find some other part of your life that you're passionate about. But, but the most important thing is that I think that people need to realize that that passion that Carl mentioned is the key. Yeah, you're right. You don't get the money may not be what it used to be. And you can talk to people at United and Delta and uh, uh, I don't know how many others that lost their pensions. Uh, and, and, and that happens. It was a raw deal. But you know what? If you really like doing what you're doing, I don't care if you're a pilot or, as Carl said, a dentist or a truck driver or whatever. If you really get up in the morning and you really like doing what you're doing, that's going to make your life much different. Uh, following the money, it, it just never tends to work. Rob, I, uh, boy, I, I, you, I, wish, I, could, I wish I could say that better than you did. That, that was terrific. Um, and, and, you know, what you said about getting a, gr a degree – that's other than aviation, I think, is key. And doing something you're passionate about is also key because the people that I find that go into aviation that did it for the money and said, oh, I'm going to make the six-figure income and I'm going to have 20 days off a month, and then 10 years later they're you know flying for a regional in the right seat making 35000 a year, they're the ones that are most disappointed. But also in flying, there's so many ups and downs. It is good to have another degree. You, d you just need to have a degree to make yourself competitive if you want to go to the majors. You know, I'm a great example. You know, I studied computer science, math, and psychology. I was into artificial intelligence and programming computers. That's so outside of what I'm doing right now. But I actually, I enjoyed that, and that was fun. But I can always fall back on that if I had to. And I have. I actually had to at one point go back to sitting in a cube all day in an office building you know, where you walk in the door and you sit inside at a desk. I know there's there's a lot of people I work with that don't understand that. They actually go inside. Hey, 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 watch, watch what you say there, Carl. <laughs> there's some of us slobs that actually have to do that every day. I was waiting for a response from David. <laughs> but that's, you know, that David, I tell you, I give you guys a lot of credit for doing that. I mean, people that, 
there I did that for where I was actually when I was programming and doing computer systems for banks they would put me in the basement I actually sat in the basement for a week never saw the sunshine and I said you know what I'm out of here I can't do this anymore and and I'm too much of an extrovert to be able to sit here and do this all day and um, so I, I didn't a desk job yeah I could do it but I, I really prefer to be outside and uh, going is that a great motivator sometimes having an office job uh yeah it can, it can, but you know, uh, but then again, people like that consistency. Look at who I just interviewed, who said, "Gee, you know, I I want to go to the same place every day. I I'm sick of going and spending my nights in a hotel room in the middle of Mexico, and I wake up and I think I'm in Las Vegas, and then I'm San Jose dos Cabos, and I was like, oh, I understand that. You know, you wake up, you're like, what? Where am I? What city am I in? You know, what is that? Oh, it says Los Angeles. Okay, good. That's why they don't want that anymore. So you're right. You know, there is there's benefits to being in, a, in an office every day. If you, you can go home, people can go home every night, and you can wash your clothes every night. I can't do that. You know, I get to do that once a week. And so there are those benefits. And, and you can go you're, to the basement. You're supposed to wash them? Yeah, well— uh, Rob, you know, you, you, I oh, get it. You're the man. one of those guys that does it in the sink, don't you, on the overnight? <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and that really is true. But I, I'll tell you the truth, and, and I, I think that someone that has uh, a number of different interests like you, Carl, and, and uh, I mean, I, I certainly have too. I have never been disappointed that I have focused in just this industry. I mean, I never said, oh, my gosh, I wish I could have been a doctor or I wish I could have been an accountant or an attorney or anything else. So many, I mean, every opportunity I've had, some worked out well, some really didn't work out as well as I hoped, but they've all been in the same industry. And honestly, I I still loved every minute of it. That's great. That's great. And you know, that, that that's wonderful. And that, you know, what's great about you and about people that are so diverse, and you find that with a lot of airline pilots, is that if, for instance, if I lost my job, say I had a heart attack or something happened to me where I couldn't go back to work, well... Gosh, you know that doesn't. This job doesn't define me. The industry does somewhat. I can still be passionate and be involved in something else in the industry. Yeah, good don't, point. Don't necessarily have to fly, and that's what's great about. And that's why I admire about you, Rob, is that you do do something else. And then wait, you have you're, you're also involved in this in aviation still, and you're very passionate about it. And, and yeah, but my wife just wants to make sure I don't get too passionate in the wrong way. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well anybody that listened to last week's show will hear about that. But we'll, we'll go on from right. <laughs> now, yeah. Carl, the website is aviationcareerspodcast.com, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's correct. And um, but you uh, have a, a Twitter handle for that as well? Yeah, actually, it's uh, Flying Careers is now the Twitter handle. I just uh, got that today. And also uh, Aviation Careers Podcast on Facebook. I, I wasn't able to get the, the handle I wanted on Twitter, but Flying Careers, you uh. can get that all those links right from Aviation Careers Podcast. There's a contact on there, and, and you can easily get in touch with me. And, you know, I love questions about, about the career of aviation. And what's what's interesting is that I'm I'm just one person. Yeah, I have a lot of experience. I've, I've dealt with a lot of different people and, and help people and broker jobs in other countries and stuff like that. But but the great thing is I have resources. If I don't know, there are so many people I can ask. And, uh, and that's what's great about listening to podcasts like yours is that you actually do learn something. And that, that's, I tell people, actually, to listen to this. Because, <laughs> I know, I do. I know, oh, God, it's, hard, it's amazing, isn't don't it? Let that, don't let that secret out. <laughs> don't let anybody know. 
<laughs> but it's true. No, you but guys it's true. Actually, it just it, somehow you, you, serendipitously, I, I learned something. I, I just sit here and say, "Oh wow, I didn't know that." And there's, there, I, I need to tell people to listen to this podcast because, uh, especially, you know, I, I like a lot of the comments. Rob every so often has some some gems and, and some duds. But besides, <laughs> and, that, and I'm not even trying. <laughs> I mean, but but there's so, certain things. It's like I want to take that and quote him on those things, and uh, and that's where. But I, you know what's really neat? And uh, talk about serendipitous. Flying Careers, your your uh, Twitter handle. I used to work for the Flying Careers magazine, that was the original publication from the future. What was it called? FAP of the Future yeah. Aviation Professionals. Lewis? That was twenty five years ago. Was that? But Lewis? I think this is funny. It's coming. It's coming back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think they have that website, FAPA.org again. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Lewis uh, Smith's uh, right. organization. The right. uh, um, you know, he used to be flightops.com, and they finally went back to the old because he was one of the original founders of, of yep. FAPA. Yes. And uh, so he just decided to go back to his roots, but he didn't get flying careers on Twitter. I'm glad you did. <laughs> well, Lewis and I'll have to talk about that. Actually, I've, uh, Lewis is a great guy. I've had to actually work with him in the past uh, because what we did is we, we were able to get our furloughed pilots. Uh, free access to flightops.com, and that was a great website. He, do, he does a great job of, of helping people find uh, other jobs in aviation. He really does. Well, they have a big, they have a big uh, career fair coming up here in Chicago this next weekend. That's right. Regional pilots. When yeah, so again? I mean, I, uh, that is uh, this, well, let's see, this will come out on Tuesday, so it'll be this Saturday, uh, part of the day, actually late in the day on Friday. I think they're doing something in the afternoon and then uh, also uh, on Saturday, uh, it's it's out by O'Hare somewhere. I, I can't be here because I'm going to be in Vancouver. Oh, well, just to, for those people that are thinking of going, uh, I can't mention what airline he's with, but uh, the, my first episode, uh, the person that I interviewed will actually be there uh, talking to folks. He'll be uh, taking resumes for a certain airline. Will they be cool. giving uh, people a, an extra nod if they say they know you? Uh, that It may be in the negative. <laughs> I'm not sure you want to mention my name. <laughs> but uh, but you'll, you'll see a picture there, and if you see him, you know, say hi to him. But he, uh, he has some great advice as to uh, uh, working for airlines overseas. Uh, so there's no truth to the rumor that there's going to be a cardboard cutout of you in in the doorway. <laughs> no, and you don't oh, want okay. one either. Believe oh. me, unless <laughs> uh. it's a big advertisement. Yeah, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a little bit more robust than most. So uh, I should get myself one of those airplane geeks T-shirts. I'd be a real good walking billboard for y'all. Okay. All right. Well, Carl, thank you so much. Why don't you uh, again go, kind of go through the the links, the sites, uh, the, the Twitter handles, and so forth, where uh, our listeners can find more of you online. Sure. You can find me at uh, my main aviation website is expertaviator.com with links to everything in Facebook and Twitter. Uh, my aviation careers podcast is simply aviationcareerspodcast.com and on Twitter it's flying careers. And, uh, you know, of course there's the Stuck Mike Avcast and, uh, and the folks there and you can find us at stuckmikeavcast.com with links to, uh, to all those. And uh, when I'm not doing that, just go to... Uh, down to sunandfun.org and check out Sun and Fun Radio, and you'll be able to listen. It's streaming right now, the interviews we did during that. So uh, I'm out there all the time doing stuff, so come on by. I'd like to hear some, some comments, questions, and, uh, and love to hear, hear from everybody out there. Fantastic. Thanks, Carl. Well, I had a lot of fun with the airplane 
Geeks podcast. As you can tell, they have a really good podcast. I'd really recommend going to the airplanegeeks.com and checking out their podcast. It's available on iTunes. They talk about a lot of uh, topics, including news about airlines, and they have a really a, an international audience. Well, here's a, the third segment of our program. Uh, I'm going to give you a recommended reading. It's called, What Color Is Your Parachute? 2012, A Practical Manual for Job Hunters and Career Changers. This is a book that I read when I began searching for a new career. It's been available for many years and is one of the best resources for discovering the career path you should choose. Not only does it help you discover what direction to take, it helps you along the path towards finding a job. I'll have links to this, uh, What Colors Your Parachute, at aviationcareerspodcast.com. I hope you've enjoyed Episode 4 of Aviation Careers Podcast. You can, of course, reach me at aviationcareerspodcast.com, on Twitter, at Flying Careers, on Facebook, Aviation Careers Podcast, or by email by clicking on the contact on Aviation Careers Podcast. If you have any questions concerning aviation jobs, please feel free to contact me. I hope I've inspired you to further your career or look into a career in aviation. It's time to start living your dream and fulfilling your career goal today. Remember, every step is an important step toward your career goal. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although hosts or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research. Music by Billy Wheeler, all rights reserved.